0: Did a social media post there yesterday because uh this girl comes over to me um and uh I kind of know her every now and then and she's seen me on social media and she said, you know, look, Peter, I got a question to ask. And I don't know about you, like in your neck of the woods there. Do you have a lot of Brazilians now here, like foreign people?
1: Um not in Kildare, but Dublin, yeah, there'd be a good few of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like in Cork now there's a huge amount of Latinos here. Brazilian Couple of Colombians, couple of uh Venezuelan and uh, so she's gone about this guy that she's like, Oh my god, he's dreamy, I love him, oh he's so gorgeous I said, Well what's the problem then? Well look he's he's fine. I went, Okay, well so what? What's the problem? I said, Is he living here? Or is he here for a couple of weeks? No, 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 he's living here and he's gonna be here for another few years and he has an Italian passport and a lot of the Brazilians have got an Italian passport. So this guy's Brazilian now. Yeah. By the way, if if there's any, I don't think there's any Brazilians that has ever listened to my podcast, but if there's any, this is not a racist thing, by the way, okay, you'll you hear me out and you'll know what I mean in about two minutes. So um, I said, but what's the problem? She goes, well, look, you know, a lot of the Brazilians, they kind of keep to their own and they, they don't mix with people. I said, well, I said, I know what that is. I said, I was dating a Brazilian girl before, but, and I she told me that, well, look, they all go to English college. They learn the, the they learn English as best they can, and they know that they should be going out there and mingling, trying to get, you know, get get the accent or the, the language sharper. But you just get lazy, she said, because you're just around Brazilians and you're living with Brazilians all the time. So um, she's like, OK. And, and I said, but look, what is the actual problem? Well, look, I hear a lot of bad things about foreigners. I went, who's telling you bad things? like who and she goes well i know a couple of girls now that had bad experiences with foreigners i said yeah but you can have a bad experience with an irish person i've had plenty of bad experiences with an irish girls you know and i've i've run into irish girls that i could trust that i can't trust that are just flakes easy come easy go are they want to? they're very intense for relationship same thing everywhere and then um but like this why, why this brought up And she goes, yeah, but we're all different. I went, do you really think we're different? And that's what I want to get your opinion on this one. Like, I honestly reckon I don't think anyone's different when it comes down to emotions. We all can feel happy. We can all feel sad, depressed, uh, paranoid, jealous, angry, bitter, whatever the fuck. But the culture's different. So in other words, like when you were saying about drinking there now, like I even put up uh, on the, the episode yesterday. I was saying that the, our culture is different. So in other words, a Brazilian coming over here, they might love to celebrate Paddy's Day, but for an Irish person, that's a huge fucking thing. Now, if the Brazilian person goes home to Brazil, they probably won't celebrate Paddy's Day because it's not in their culture. Whereas for us, it's a huge fucking thing. So does that make us different? Like, what makes us different? Like, what? what what's your opinion on this?
1: Yeah, it's, it's um, I think it's like... <sighs> I don't know. yeah, like we we are definitely different. Um, no, not massively. I think I think it's like in terms of like even it, like Irish have a very like distinct sense of humor. And the only I only really know it's like I haven't like been I'm not well traveled like, but I you only notice when you're in other countries like that. Irish people do a very distinct sense of humor that a lot of other people don't get. Like if you try to have to use your Irish sense of humor, it's not a bad thing. Everyone just has different sense of humor you're in spain on holidays like and you try to use your irish sense of humor that you usually talk to an irish person like that with a spanish person they either wouldn't understand or they think you're trying to insult them so it's kind of there's a bit of it people talk about language barriers but i think there's that kind of a culture barrier i think the irish and english have a kind of similar thing they do kind of like try to slag you and just you know there's bits of a different every culture is kind of different like they would say the french are a bit more you know traditionally or like you know stereotypically a bit more standoffish I don't know if that's true and I never met a French person so I can't I can only say ser- stereotypically um but maybe that's what it is maybe that's the difference is like I don't know I, I, again I've only met probably one brazilian person in my life so I don't I can't really speak what the whole population is like but I can imagine maybe that's the thing is the cultural you know maybe maybe it just wouldn't be the same um yeah but I don't think it'd be a turn off now personally like when I was know i'm going out with someone now but like when i wasn't like when i was looking for a girlfriend whatever i don't think i it, it's i don't think it's racist to say that like i'd rather go out with someone irish than does i have nothing against anyone who's not irish or like there's no there's no it's not like i don't like them it's just i would prefer someone who's irish and like i don't know it feels like you kind of already understand them and you already are kind of start i feel like if if i went out with someone who's like brazilian like i'd be just worried maybe if they don't get the Maybe if you don't have the same sense of humor or something like that, so that would just be me. But obviously, everyone's different. So
0: I don't see any, I don't see anything wrong with you wanting to just go out with an Irish person. What's What's the problem with that? Don't see a problem. Don't see a problem. uh I mean, I've I'm well traveled now. In fairness, around the world, but I do love my foreign girls. I gotta say. uh But you know, at the same time, people are like, "Oh, Peter, what's with you and foreign girls?" Like all, <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, "Okay." I'm not looking for a girlfriend right now. I'm dating a couple of girls. What's the problem? And besides, have you met all the Irish girls? And by the way, any Irish girls listening, I'm not saying all of ye, okay, or all of us, because I know there's plenty of asshole Irish men out there, right? So we'll just put it there. There's plenty of Irish asshole women out there that are just, well, mean to men. And there's plenty of foreign women out there that are mean to dudes too. And I'm like, well... There's people getting divorced. There's people breaking up. There's people cheating on each other. It doesn't matter whether you're Irish or some other country. And they're like, well, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. They just can't see why I like the foreign girls. And and I should settle for the Irish girl. They can't they can't understand. It. They cannot figure out. It's like I'm asking them, what's two multiplied by 50,000? And they're like, what? It's, they can't see it. Why do you think that is? Just don't. I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um if anybody was telling me that they're into foreign girls. Like I understand that the chances are if there's a foreign person living in Ireland right now and they're here for a year or two, the chances are they're want they'll want to go home to their home country eventually anyway. So it's either you move with them or they stay here in Ireland and Will it work? <sighs> Maybe I was even saying in the podcast, it's you probably have the same percentage chance of it succeeding like a long distance relationship. I I would reckon, and I've had a couple of these where I've had long distance relationships where I'd say what ninety five percent chance that it's not going to work out unless one person moves to the other the other country, and that's fucking that's stressful. You're packing up your whole life for one person, and then all of a sudden, then what happens? you go to that country or that person comes to you, then if it doesn't work, chances are they're going to probably resent you because, oh, fuck you, asshole. I moved over here for you. What the fuck? And all of a sudden you're but You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's that's pressure as well, because like, yeah, obviously you never know. You know, you could break up with someone in the morning. Like, you you never know. It's it's all very like um, they're all very watery situations. Like no matter how in love you think you are with someone or like how they, how mad do you think they are about you? Like it's it's all very watery situations. You're going over abroad. You'd want to be very sure, like that you are both gonna to stay together for a long time. Like I would, you know, you wouldn't be going out with someone for a week and then shipping off to Brazil. Like so, it's <laughs> it's a very it it doesn't it makes it a lot more intense because like or a lot more kind of a knife edge decision because fair enough, yous are both in Ireland and no one's moving. But like the fact yous both made this move and then, you know this other person fucking uprooted for for whoever, and then they break up with them. It's like, what the fuck did I, do? What did I do that for? Like, so it's, yeah, it's not a situation I'd like to be in now, to be honest.
0: Well, and that's, and that's fair enough. And even though I'm saying this, like I was saying to people that on the, the episode yesterday, I said, you know what? If I would say if anybody's single and you meet a foreign person in your own country or city or town, whatever, I reckon people should go for it. I mean, Fuck it. If you don't, if you're not seeing anybody else, there's no one else and you fancy the ass off that person and you can't stop thinking about them all the time. Fucking, it's better to love than never have loved at all and even if, even if it's not love, well hey enjoy yourself. You know I have a buddy actually of mine who's, um, who's, who's got a Brazilian girlfriend. I applaud him, like I really do. I wouldn't I wouldn't um, uh, I wouldn't think he's doing anything dumb I think enjoy yourself. Why not? But then again, hmm. you know, like like you're saying, uh, you you'd only you'd prefer to just what date Irish women. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with that either. Nothing. Yeah, that's the main thing as well. Like,
1: like neither of us like would be would be putting anyone down based on what, any decision they make. But um, that's the main thing. Like, I don't really give a fuck what anyone else does, and I'd like to think no one pays too much heed to what I do. So that's the main thing. Like, I don't care whoever you want, whoever you want to date. If you want to date your horse you date your dog i don't really don't really care it doesn't bother me once once you're happy and you're not you know you're not breaking any rules that's it's fine by me like you know like you know everyone everyone deserves to be everyone deserves to have a chance at it like you know it's um that's the main thing like everyone deserves a chance like
0: hundred percent hundred percent and Lord knows man like i've I've met a couple of Brazilian girls now um even Polish girls you know there's quite a few polish girls in in Ireland too, and they've met some nice Irish guys brazilian girls have met nice irish guys and and i've seen i've heard of sorry i've known and heard of some girls that are married to irish guys already and they're having kids with them so hey man you know whatever fucking works works whatever fucking works works
1: yeah i was listening to a thing a few weeks ago was i listened to or was it a i don't know what it was it could have been an instagram reel or something and i was like everyone's you know no one's meant to a lot of the problems that i like come for people are like um when like they look at how someone else's life is going and they're like oh that's how my life has to be but like everyone's life is like a different it doesn't you couldn't you'd be doing you'd be there for a long time trying to find two lives that are the exact same like everyone's journey is different like so you're oh just because someone moved out at this age or just because someone dated this particular person at this age or was married and had this much money at this age then I have to have this and it's all bullshit, like, you know, ever like, especially because when you compare two generations, like, it's very different as well, so people can get very, like, overwhelmed, I do as well, like, you know, you compare what other people your age even are doing, or, like, what other people are doing, so, like, you kind of just have to, you can't really get caught up in it, like, you kind of just have to fucking do whatever's in front of you, like, and that's kind of a bit more calming than, like, trying to compare what everyone else is doing and try and be the same as everyone else, because you only end up fucking things up for yourself then.
0: Well, I got a bit of news for you. Like, if you're kind of looking at people and saying, "Oh man, they're they're doing really, really well," and maybe you're judging yourself, or maybe you think they're judging you. Maybe would that would that be a kind of thing? Like, oh, they're judging me because I'm not as good as I should be. Is that the kind of way you mean? Uh, yeah, bit of that, yeah. Well, I got I got a news flash for you, buddy. And believe me, I only learned this about maybe five, six years ago. So, like, you know, when I was your age, I was probably the exact same as you. You know what? You know how much people give a fuck about me, are you, or anyone else in their lives? Zero fucking percent. There's not one person that's going to go to bed tonight thinking about Peter Welsh's life or Dan's life and maybe should I compare, should I do better than Dan? Should I do worse? Or am I doing worse than Dan? No one gives a fuck about, about any of us, except our families, of course, right? And good friends, close yeah, yeah. friends, of course but like they don't give a shit and you know what even if they think they're doing better than you there's i would say there's probably a 75 80% chance that they're they've got the the big beamer because they want to impress everybody else and they ha- can't afford the beamer but everybody thinks, oh, my God, he's doing really well, Johnny down the road there. And all of a sudden, then people are starting to judge, fuck, I'm not doing as good as Johnny. But Johnny's bankrupt out of his ass almost at this stage. And he's doing it to suit other people that don't give a fuck about him. Like, it's it's insanity. They won't even give him one th- thought at the end of the night. Every All anybody does think about is themselves at the end of the night. Maybe not in a selfish way or a bad way, but you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, you, you kind of have to, you kind of get
1: to, like, I it's kind of something you learn as well when you, as you're growing up, like, um like, there's no one really gives a fuck, like, you know, you're kind of, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big fucking world, like, and there's, very few people are going to, as you say, like, lying awake at night, you know, caring about what I did today, or what fuck up I made, or what fuck up I, you made, or anything like, so once you kind of, and as well as I like, everyone's kind of, everyone's the same, like, it's actually mad, like, you kind of, you kind of grew up thinking like, it's kind of, it's kind of what your fucking head does to you, is like, you're the only one who's nervous about something or whatever, but as you grow up, like, I think everyone probably, as they, as they get to 25 or six or whatever age, when they get older, they kind of realize that everyone is, everyone is a little bit fucked up in their own head, and is a bit nervous about things, and has stuff that they don't like, and is triggered by some things, and gets nervous, and, you know, there's no one, there's no one who gets out of, without being too fucking grim, without, no one gets out of being alive without being like unscathed or never being nervous with that. Like, you know, you always have to, you know, life, it's life, it's meant to be good and bad. Like, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be that interesting if you just like, every day was the was the same. Like, you know, you were 50% happy, 50% sad. You know, if you were just, I mean, sorry, not 50% sad. If you were just the same all the time. So there's a bit of, um, there's a bit of adventure to being feeling shite and feeling good. Like the mix is, the mix is kind of necessary.
0: hundred percent, man. You got to have the suffering to enjoy everything else. I, I, I fucking mm. love the suffering. I, I love it. I, I look for the, All right, you know what I mean? As in like, I look for the challenge. That's what it is. I look for the challenge because you can come out of it and you might learn something from yourself. Uh, it can be a great conquering achievement, even f- facing that person that you shouldn't talk to, but fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And it scares the shit out of you. And then you do it. Fucking great feeling. Great feeling. And it doesn't matter a fuck if you win or lose. That's one thing I have learned now over the years. Whereas when I was racing, it was all about fucking winning, boy. But actually what I learned was, well, actually, it was the fact that I went for it in the first place. I'm not going to bed fucking regretting anything, nothing. Uh, I mean, the amount, like, (laughs) classic fucking example here. The amount of times I've been shot down by women in the last six months has been unbelievable. You know that saying a broken clock is right twice a day? Mm. Yeah. My clock is not right twice a day. It's never fucking right the last six months, okay? I've got maybe one date, right? Like the amount of women I've tried to talk to or try and get a date, you'd think at least, you know, all right, well, Jesus Christ, out of 20 or 30, Peter must get one date. (laughs) 20 or 30? You fucking kidding me? It's a nightmare out there, man. And I mean, yeah, I'm doing this whole dating thing and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to cross over the line. I'm not trying to get dates out of that because I'm trying to help people. But just in general, on Tinder, Bumble or uh, Hinge or in a nightclub, the fucking world, man, people are just nasty to each other right now. What I noticed, actually, funnily enough, is. What was it? This girl, she said something to me. All right, one day. Um I was trying to talk to her in a bar and um like you get tired of this too, like you know, it fucking wears you down. But like I was thinking, oh Jesus, will I do it? And I was like, if I go home now and I don't talk to her, it'll fucking it'll kill it'll terrorize me if I don't talk to her. She was gorgeous. And um she said and literally went up to her and she goes, ah, Look, are we really gonna do this? As in like, really? You're going to talk to me as in my, if I'm in your league. I went, oh, Jesus Christ. I went, all right, we're done. We're done. We're done. Wash the hands here, boy. Take a break. <laughs> but you know what? If I didn't talk to these girls, even though I'm getting worn out from it, if I didn't talk to these girls, at least try, I'd be fucked in the head right now. I'd be like, oh, I should have talked to her. I should have talked to her. Blah, blah, blah. At least I can go down swinging.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, like, you'd rather, the, you'd rather that, like, at least you didn't it and regret and like, there's nothing worse than, like, thinking yep. you should have done something, and then you're like, oh, jeez, and then you, then you can't, because you can't go back, like, as much as we'd love to, we can't go back in time, like, um, so, oh, that's yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, I, I was, I haven't, um, what's, what's, um, What was I was gonna say sorry, my fucking memory. Oh yeah, what was I was gonna say, um, what's it, what's it like lately, Nike? Is trying to, what's on your mind lately? Are you just try, trying to keep dating, or are you kind of getting sick of it, or thinking of settling down, or?
0: No, I, I went on, um, I went on a week's holiday there to Kusadasi, and by the way, I got a couple of stories for you on that one, and maybe hopefully a couple of pointers for people what not to do. Uh, we'll get into that, like, but um. Before the holiday, all right? I was fucking worn out, man. Trying to trying to get a date, and I kind of recharged after the holiday. Now I'm feeling a bit better, refreshed. Um, it's still fucking hard, but um, I don't know. Maybe I was getting a bit too worn down, and all of a sudden, then that worn down feeling was rubbing off on other girls. But well, then again, even though I'm refreshed now, I still haven't got proper dates. The everybody's all the intention of trying to get a date right now. But then when a push comes to shove, it seems like people just make up an excuse and don't go on the date. And I think that's the problem, too, is that it's a vicious circle. It's mo- it's almost like it's picking up momentum, this negativity, because then, like me, you're getting worn down. Then when you get worn down, you don't, you're not fully present with the girl or guy. And then all of a sudden, they're not interested because you're just fucking knackered. Then they get knackered because they're like, oh my God, where's it? where are all these nice men or nice women? Then they're getting knackered and then it just rubs off on the next person. It's just, it's fucked. But um, I think what I have noticed on the dating scene at the moment, all right, is that people aren't ghosting one another now as much anymore. It feels like it's going to step forward in the positive, which is good. People aren't ghosting. They're texting. They'll go on the date. There's definitely a pickup. I'd say maybe 25% more people are going on a date now than, than just backing off. So I think we're going in the right direction here. I think we're going in the right direction. Now, that's, that's feedback from people online. Uh, the, the nasty comments are definitely getting less and less. There's still fucking nasty people out there, but I think they're, I think they're decreasing now, thank God. Maybe the fact that everybody went on a holiday for the summer, and they're a bit more relaxed. They've cleared the head, refreshed, you know. And now they're in a different mind frame. Maybe what, what, like, what about your buddies? There, how are they getting on? Um, yeah, like a lot of people
1: I know would be kind of going out with people. Like, there's there's, there's not many people I know who would be like actively looking for someone to go out to. I don't know, go out with. maybe, maybe that's the maybe sometimes that's the wrong thing to be doing to be like actively kind of chasing it. Cause it, now like it's easy, it's easy for like the likes of me to fucking just say this. And it's probably pisses people off when there's just someone ranting. Like, but um maybe, maybe not to just let it come to you. Cause I don't think that happens either, but to be kind of actively chasing it and going on Tinder and swiping 500 people a day. And um like I was on Tinder for like two years and I fucking hate every minute. And Not once when I was on Tinder, did I actually get anywhere you know, most fucking useless piece of shit ever, like, and I don't know was I was saying this to you as someone else, but, like, unless you're, like, a 10 out of 10, or you're, like, after the ride, or you're, like, so, you know, like, it's not really, I don't think it's built for people to just kind of settle down with something, like, I'd love to hear, maybe there probably is stories, but, like, um, someone who settled down, someone with someone they met off Tinder, like, I really hope there is stories of that, but something just tells me that it's not that kind of platform so i don't know
0: yeah i think it's more validation at the moment you go online you match you have a bit of a chit chat with somebody and then it's okay and uh, by the way ladies don't attack me for this cuz i'll i'll call out the 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 fault on men here now after this i think for women it's more they just want a bit of validation again as an okay am i gorgeous okay great and then the guy gives them attention <sighs> And then they're done. They don't want have no interest in meeting the guy. That's some of the women. Then the other, then there's the guy part of this where guys are like sending photos of their, their knob. They're, they're trying to get down and dirty sex talk instantly, like instant, like within three or four messages of sending on Tinder, they're fucking, they want to get into it straight away. You're like, Whoa, boys, calm the fuck down here. What the fuck are you doing? You know, it's uh, it's a bit freaky, man. It's a bit fucking freaky. But I think the algorithm is fucking us, too. Uh, because, what, 10 years ago when Tinder was out? Holy shit. Everyone was hooking up. Everyone. It was unbelievable. It was like the fucking Playboy Mansion. It was incredible. And you're sitting on your couch swiping. What the hell? It was unbelievable when it came out. But now that yeah. th- they need to make money like it. That's understandable, too. They've given it away for so long for free. That they need people on their paying money to boost. I think their their price is a fucking rip-off. Like 60 quid for a, a super boost. And that's 60 quid for uh, three hours. And they give you, quote, a hundred times more visibility. Uh, which is, it's a lot of money, man. And that still doesn't guarantee you're going to get a date. No. Still doesn't guarantee. By the way, is this girl? You, you've got a new girlfriend. Is that right? Yeah. Whoa, hey, hey, Dan the man. Oh, Jesus. Goodness. This this is the girl. Actually, we did a podcast the last time. If memory serves me correctly, maybe it was someone else. But you were dating a girl, was it? And is this the same yeah. girl? Yeah, same girl. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Thank you. Dan Thank the man. You, Dan Thank the man. You. Like to hear it, man. Like to hear Where did you meet her again?
1: Uh, I work with her.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Right.
1: So, right. um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's fucking typical love story that there's nothing to, like you know stand out about it. But it's yeah, it's uh, I don't expect. Nice I don't. I, ex- the- I don't expect you to go on about it if you don't want it. By the way, sorry. Oh, you yeah, know, I don't mind. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's nothing to stand out about it. Like it's uh, it's grand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I the first time we were talking, I think I was probably still kind of on Tinder and um i don't go on about it at all really like i definitely on this because i don't like rubbing people's noses in i i know that's not what i try to do but i think people you automatically end up doing that when you're talking about you know there's a lot of people who are single and i don't like to kind of be like oh look what i have and look what you don't have i that's i don't know maybe no, maybe um... i i wouldn't do that obviously everyone knows what i'm like i wouldn't that's not what i try to do but i think maybe just reminds people maybe sometimes because i know it is it is lonely um when not not that you fucking need to be going out I always wonder about this like do you need to personally I don't think so do you need to have a partner to be happy in life or do you need I think it's it's nice to have it but I don't think I think you can go okay without one like you know it's not it's not the be all and end all like there should be other things going on in your life outside of it like and I try to kind of think about that as well as like not make it your only fucking outlet like so um yeah 100%
0: 100% man 100% the uh actually speaking about um when I was in Kusadasi by the way is any I've ever heard of Kusadasi in Turkey no no I never heard of where is it turkey it's on the uh oh, no. the west coast 10 years ago apparently this is what I what I was told when I was over there 10 years ago it was the fucking place for partying and single life the whole lot course i never got the memo uh so i went over and i would first of all for any of your oh we're sharing this podcast between our podcasts aren't we is that the way we're gonna do that Uh, yeah 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 that's great yeah yeah cool exactly that's sounds good so any of your listeners because i did an episode on my for my listeners so any of your listeners like if you're thinking about going to kusadasi number one it is couples it's young couples older couples I wouldn't recommend anyone from Ireland going because you, like I was coming from Cork and I had to get a three and a half hour bus ride up to fucking Dublin. Then I had to get a four hour flight over. And by the by the time you're done, you've literally wasted a whole day traveling. And it's a fucking nightmare. I would suggest going to anywhere that you can jump on your local, local airport, direct straight to a place. And there's literally a mini bus then for a half an hour to an hour bus ride. When I was coming home, It took me 21 hours from Turkey to my doorstep to get home. I could have flown from America and back. And I would have been back in time. And that was insane. Fucking insane. So, like, my problem was I looked at the special offer. And I I used to fly a lot. And I used to, I should be more clued on. But I just, tired, made a mistake. I saw a great special offer on Ryanair. Load of bollocks. By the time I was done... I could have spent an extra 300, 400 quid to just get a cheaper, quicker flight over. And I would have saved myself about 18 hours, to, 16 to 18 hours of a whole entire day instead of fucking around on an airport and minibus and coach when I get over there. It's a fucking nightmare. Like I literally, I went over for a week and I lost two full days of traveling. Two. So I had, oh, really? fl- I had five days in Turkey, not seven. Five. Yep Jesus Yeah, Jesus is fucking right, man It was insanity And I would also say as well This is a really good pointer, by the way And I only learnt this when I was over there I was staying in this four-star hotel All-inclusive beer, food for the whole week Now, don't get me wrong The beer part of it is fucking savage Because you're not putting your hand in your pocket for the whole week You're drinking all day from 11 to 11 And you can get as much as you want It's unbelievable However yeah. There's the downside. I got food poisoning one day and I was stuck in bed for the whole day. So now I'm only have four days of a holiday, not five. So out of four out of seven. (laughs) And the problem was, man, is that when when you get there, I think they kind of time a lot of their packages where Peter flies in on a Wednesday. But I think what they do is they have everybody else fly in on a Wednesday, right? You know, so like they have a kind of the cycle. Phase one is right there that week. Phase two Peter's coming in and everybody else. So I think what so what they did on night one, like, is uh they they, they had the food out, it was alright, it was great. was you could eat it. And then the second night came out, and you're looking at the food, it was the exact same food, it was the exact same type of food, and I'm like, Is that alright? And I was looking at it and it was looking a bit stale. Third night it came out, it was the same fucking food, man. All they were doing is reheating it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: (laughs) All they did was reheat it, and then I got food poisoning, and well, in my bedroom and the toilet for the whole day, and drunk loads of water. But I thank God I got back on my feet again the next day. But I mean, man, uh, if you're gonna go to Turkey, or you know what, if you're gonna go to Canaries, Turkey, anywhere like this, I was staying in a four star, four star, my ass! It was a fucking two star, man! It was a fucking two star. And I don't know how they get away with this four star rating. Uh, there is one or two good places over there with five star rating. Stay there, spend an extra little bit of money, and stay in a five star because they do give fresh food and and I think drink as well. So you won't, you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't get food poisoning if you're staying in a five star. Yeah, like it's it's not
1: too much to ask for. In fairness, not get food poisoning in a hotel. Like I would have thought that'd be the bare minimum hospitality. Sorry, Mike, so that might. I um, I know yeah, right fucking nuts. but but it's um it can it can be a bit fickle abroad like you never really know what you're getting because I don't know is there is it is it just cuz it's not like there's a, the, you know the, like, the likes of the main EU countries are going to be very you can you kind of know what you get a lot of the time like you know if you go to Dublin or London you're fairly safe unless you go to some back alley fucking place but in a lot of them places where you're getting a lot of tourists they can probably chance their arm a bit more I don't know but Sometimes you just look, even a lot of the shops, they just kind of look like, like, you go to Tenerife, like, and the shops look like fucking shitholes a lot of the time, and they look like they're kind of family-run rather than, like, there doesn't, I'd never seen, like, Tesco's or, like, actual, you know, corporate-run, properly-run places, like, they're all just little corner shops, like, in fucking big cities, which makes no sense to me, but, yeah, um... Yeah, it's but yeah, Jesus Christ, food poison is not a good
0: buzz. No, it's not, man. It's not. And you know, and I would just say one last thing about that's you know, getting the special offer. Like, I used to live uh, in London, so I used to come from Cork, London, Heathrow, and that's only a whatever 45 minute flight over. And I used to always get Aer Lingus over. And guys, this is anybody for looking out for special deals on on offer for any holiday you go to, do a little, little bit of homework because. Even London Heathrow was normally about 110, 120 euros back in the day. And that was with Aer Lingus. But I could have got a Ryanair flight for 100 and oh, sorry, no, not a 60 euros, right? Whoa, sounds fucking amazing. But guess where they were flying me into? Fucking Stansted. Now, Stansted is a million miles away from where I was living in London City. So, uh, so if I did fly in, which I never did, but if I did, I'd be getting a 60 euro plane right over. All right, great, saving 60 euro. But when I got to Stansted, I would have had to get a Stansted train all the way up to, I can't remember what it was in London City, but wherever it was. And that was still far away from my home. And that was £60. So that was like 70, 75 euros. So now, already, it's actually costing more than what I should have just gone fucking direct. So, like, that, even just that little thing. And that was my stupidity. I should have remembered that when I looked at the special offer for Kusadasi. Anyway, dumb, dumb dumbass me. But um. Like, this special offer businessman. it's such a load of horse shit. It's such a load of horse shit. And Kusadasi, where I flew, I went from Cork to Dublin, Dublin to Bodrum, and then Bodrum was a two, two-and-a-half-hour bus ride from Bodrum Airport to Kusadasi. And little did I know, and I only found out this on the way home, I could have flown out of fucking Cork direct to a place called Izmir, and Izmir's only one hour away from Kusadasi. So I could have saved myself a hell of a lot. But no, 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 no. Dipshit here decides to see the special offer and booked it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You won't make that mistake again, Peter. I will never fucking make that mistake again, man. I can tell you that now for a fact. I was asleep at the wheel, boy. Asleep at the fucking wheel. Um, And I hope, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen to anybody because, believe me, guys, like, Um, Oh, and even coming home, even coming home. Um, I mean, the the whole thing gets worse here. I went from air coach, sorry, bus ride from the hotel in Turkey to the airport. That was three and a half hours this time instead of two to two and a half, an hour more. Get to the to the airport. Ryanair flight is delayed, and problem was, I was getting when I fly into Dublin, I'm getting the air coach from Dublin down to Cork. Problem was, the last air coach on the the night i get in was at half 12 the next one was going to be half six in the morning so ryanair said that i'd be able to i'd I'd land in dublin at half 11 i went all right well fuck it let's risk the half 12 one right i've got my bag here i'm not you know getting my i'm not picking up my bag anywhere straight off the plane risk it of course flight delayed missed the air coach so i had to wait another six hours in dublin airport (laughs)
1: Oh Jesus Christ!
0: Jesus Christ is right, man. And then when you get on the fucking air coach, you got another three and a half hours down. I mean, I was unbelievably bollocksed. Like I'm the textbook cautionary tale for don't go for that special offer shit. Don't fucking go stay in a four star because you're gonna end up getting food poisoning. Um, yeah, man, it's it was a nice... no at the same time. I had a fucking great time over there. Met loads of people. Uh, Great laugh. Great laugh. I wouldn't go there if you're a single person. Hell no. There's a lot. Now, unless you're a Turkish. uh, Sorry. unless Unless you're an Irish woman or a woman that likes Turkish men. And if anybody is listening to this, if you're into Turkish men, this is the place to go. Definitely. Because there's a place called Bar Street that is the, well, meant to be the happening place. And. All it is is about ninety-five percent Turkish men in every bar, and five percent women, and the women are just there to, to to meet a Turkish dude. Christ, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I have heard Turkey is nice. A um, few people I know. Yeah, it's it's probably about picking your spot though. Like the likes of the likes of yes. or fucking Tenerife and Lanzarote are easier to pick because most of the places are alright. But then you probably have to be a bit more careful for the likes of greece and turkey just that you don't get a you don't get a hold of a spot
0: yeah i used to well if anybody's looking for any kind of recommendations over that way Kos in greece is actually quite close to turkey i went there before and that's actually a pretty good spot that's a really good spot actually uh not bad restaurants you don't get all inclusive but combinations okay for a week kos Kos, it's it's pretty good spot especially if you're single it's a good spot that's yeah definitely the um Yeah man, so any other any news going on with you? Uh no, nothing
1: really to be honest. Like back in college, uh, I'm just trying to do my final year, that's working, uh playing a bit of hurling. Like, no, nothing it's everyone's kinda of the same. I just um I've just been trying to get better at, like, you know, trying to enjoy college a bit more. I didn't really like it that much last year. So uh just trying to sometimes a bit of a mental battle when you go in there, like you might want to go in and you're like trying to you know, trying to trick your brain a bit. Like, that's kind of what most of our life is—just tricking your brain a bit when you don't want to do something. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, no, I'm enjoying things. Now. It's all good. Like I just, I just don't really like winters. I you know want the weather gets shy. I like December now when it gets Christmasy, but I don't, I don't like fucking October, November, and these—they're probably my two least favorite months of the year, along with like January. Actually, no, sorry, I like January, but yeah, no, November. Sorry, October, November are two least favorite months of the year. So, um, I just have to wrap up for a few months.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do the old. Uh... Sober November, anyway. I know what do they call it? Do they call it Sober October or something? But I'm going to do no- Sober
1: October. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, because we we have a huge event down in um in Cork. Have you ever heard of the Jazz Weekend? Um, I could have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I, yeah, I'm not into jazz music. I fucking hate jazz music. But it's three nights, and the, every single bar gets in jazz players and big big like UK bands they all fly over for this thing it's fucking huge hotels put up this huge bar area outside their main door which leads into then another area conference area it's a fucking massive event man and that's a great weekend if anybody's looking to to get away for a weekend in cork jazz weekend i think it's the actually it's i think it's the same weekend as the world cup final 28th of october when is well oh the 28th of october yep yeah, it's that weekend yep yeah, it's that weekend Jesus. Yeah, so I mean, I can't even imagine if we get into the final. What well, that's going to be like here? Holy shit! But, I'd say the place would actually explode. I think it would.
1: It would go fucking nuts.
0: I I can't imagine what it, it would be like if we get to the final. Dude, I really just I can't imagine what it's going to be like. I mean, I was even seeing there. I was in my local bar the other day, and I'd have a good idea. It's <laughs> it would be maybe couples and. Th- age thirty up, right? It wouldn't be a, a place now that singles would be going to anyway. But it's our local. We said, "Fuck, we're just going to have to watch the match." Job done. And like there was, there was guys your age actually, probably even younger in the bar. And I was like, "Jesus, fuck, man, that, this is bringing everybody out." Now, even though it was like a hurricane down here, the the, the weather was that bad. But th- th- this this World Cup is going to bring everyone out watching it, man. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a pity. It's a pity. It's not on the summertime, but it is. You know, like obviously you can't play rugby in the summer, but um, it's wouldn't it be class if you're watching the final in a beer garden or something like that, and everyone was fucking out? That would be class.
0: Fuck me, fuck me. That'd be unreal. I'd say France would be still warm enough, would it, in a month's time? Well, Paris, Paris. They're having it in Paris, aren't they? The finale. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think, man, I don't think we have any problem getting through the All Blacks. The quarterfinal, I, I think our fucking mental epic meltdowns of quarterfinals, I think we're all over. It's done. We beat the demon. We beat the demon down in New Zealand when we beat them there last year. And I think we'll have Wales for the semi final. And I can't fucking wait to go up against one of these Pool C or D dickheads who think, like, yeah, have you seen, have you watched any of the games where these Pool C and D guys, I'd understand that they didn't do this draw, where they got the easy, the easy straw here, right? Okay, I understand that. But it's the way they're going around. They've got these huge smiles on their face. Everything's going peachy. They're just a bit too fucking relaxed over there now in the corner. And I don't like it, man. I tell you, it's bon voyage for them, man. Whoever they come up against, if it's us, New Zealand, France, or South Africa, they are fucked when they get to the semi-final. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, no. Um... No, 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 dude. They're fucked. They don't have a chance against us. Like, we're playing at our best here now to get out to get out of a fucking pool. You know what I mean? These guys are just, mm. you know, winging and, you know, throwing a bit of effort here, throwing a bit of effort there. That That's not sharpening things. I know we had a lot of mistakes last weekend. I know that. And South Africa did too. But, you know, you're on the knife edge in pool B and fucking A.
1: Yeah oh yeah like the difference between, like the standard groups like like obviously in our group there's us the box in scotland like they're three decent teams and obviously then romania and who are the fucking fifth team are tonga probably not tonga yeah and tonga aren't a bad team like they're probably they're, you know they're not as bad as the likes of fucking chile who are getting their arse on but like you know scotland are a decent team south africa are obviously a class team so like you know you're getting a few more challenges and then like that has to stand to you as well. Like, if you're if you're only playing shy teams for a few matches, then you come up against a team like Ireland or South Africa or fucking Wales. It has to. No matter how mentally prepared you think you are, like if you're going to come up against and you know an Irish lad hits you a shot that a lad from Chile wouldn't have hit you two weeks ago. Like it's a different intensity level. There's nothing you can do. Only just be ready for it. But it's. I just like to see how the how the A and B pool lads get on against the C and Ds. I just like to see because. It'd just be interesting. It'd just be interesting how they both react to playing different standards for the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, that's going to be interesting, man. And hopefully, it's going to be us. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're in a good mental, mental space here, and I think even this week's break now, like, is going to do us fucking wonders here, buddy. I think it's going to do such good, heal the body a little bit. They're not actually that sore after the, the bomb squad fucking langers. <laughs> Bomb squad, fuck off! Some bollocks that was. Oh, would you go away from me? Go away. Sorry if there's any South Africans listening to this, like, but you know what? You start calling yourself the bomb squad, well, you're going to be ripped open for abuse. All right, tough shit.
1: Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that was that was fucking class. Now I can't, I cannot believe you want to come out calling yourself the fucking bomb squad. Oh my lord. I know. cringeworthy worthy, that, that was
0: it's cringeworthy right can, can you imagine if Ireland yeah. called themselves the bomb squad be like oh lads fuck off fuck off it's just, it's
1: just the cockiness of it like you always, you always want the cocky lads to lose that's just the way it is you
0: always want the cocky lads to lose absolutely no question Jesus wet no question and I think um, I think <sighs> Ireland South Africa for the final Hey. Uh... Okay, yeah i don't
1: know i just hope i think all blacks be i don't know look Pierre, i don't fuck all about rugby no, no go
0: on go on you're you're going to say something about all blacks go for it go for it
1: the um yeah the all blacks are always a fucking sticky enough i was watching i was watching what game was i watching them playing Watch them against yeah. france now i know france won but um they just looked yeah, they always just look good i I never they mightn't be as good as they were like back a few years ago back when, like they were class and they always were class but they probably mightn't be as good as that now but they're still it's. I, we'll still need to be at our best to beat them I just I just hope we don't fucking lose in our quarterfinal that's my that's everyone's fear I think at the moment is if we don't lose in our quarterfinal because then it's the same thing and I think if we don't I think if we don't win the World Cup this year or get to the final I don't think we'll ever win it because this is probably as good as I've ever seen an Ireland team just for someone who doesn't know much about rugby but has seen like how good the team is and like just based on even results wise that's all uh, if you only look at results even you know the results some of the results they have like they haven't bet the All Blacks since fucking whatever fucking ages ago or they never bet them sorry never bet them and they bet them three times in the last number of years so like it is a serious team but like if they can't win a World Cup I don't I know I still they're still a class team but if they don't win this World Cup or get to the final, I don't think they'll ever do it, to be honest. I, I don't think no, any Irish team will ever do. We're not going to get much better than this, like.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man. And by the way, if anybody's listening, I'm not trying to be, like I said, I'm not trying to be an expert. My I'm the I'm I'm a good cheerleader and a bit of information of Rugby like and what I'm seeing, I'd I think the same, man. If if we don't do it right now, like if we do win the World Cup, hopefully we keep on and to Andy Farrell. Please God we do and don't fuck it up. Uh, I reckon, like, I could see him staying to defend the World Cup in four years' time again. I hope. I hope. Jesus, I hope. Even though he's going to have every fucking team knocking on his door if he does this. Holy shit. Yeah. The only fear, the only fear I have about New Zealand is that Joe Schmidt, our former coach, he's on the New Zealand side right now. So he may know a couple of things. But then again, that doesn't mean shit. I mean... <sighs> does or maybe it does, maybe it does, but I mean, that was four years ago when he was on the team. Does Andy Farrell still use the same tricks that he had when Joe Smith was around? God only fucking knows hard to know, hard to know,
1: yeah, we can only we can only wait and see, I suppose Peter, just see what happens, and hopefully. Hopefully, we're on the winning side of the tournament in the end. It would be a great start to the winter, I must say. A great fucking start to the winter.
0: Oh man, would it what? I'm gonna go for a prediction here. All right, I'm gonna go for a prediction. We'll go we'll have another podcast soon about, about this anyway. I'll go Ireland win by twenty. But wait, beat who by twenty? Oh, sorry, Scotland next week. Oh,
1: sorry, Scotland's next week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um. Right. We'll see how that goes. So, <laughs> you're you're
0: not that confident.
1: No, I don't. I actually don't know. I I don't really know. Every a lot of lads are saying Scotland are gone a bit bad. Now I I don't obviously don't really know. I haven't watched Scotland in a while, probably since the Six Nations. But uh, well, I don't think we. i I've we we rarely beat them by twenty. Scots the Scots are are sticky cunts now. We very rarely beat them by twenty. But you could be right, Peter. You could be right. You never. I I hope you're right.
0: I hope I'm right too, but I mean, well, you know what, Scotland are one of those teams, though, that they they always pull one special fucking game out of their ass once a year, and they can fuck everything up. And maybe we'll have that Scotland coming, visiting us this time, because you never know, but they are that team that will have one fucking heroic performance out of nowhere, and then they won't do it again for another year. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nuts! Like nuts. Well, hope- yeah, it is. Hopefully, Ireland by twenty. Touchwood, fingers fucking crossed, toes crossed, balls crossed, everything, legs crossed, every fucking thing, every everything crossed. Even just to beat them by one. Yeah, you know what? Just Beat them. Well, I tell you, man, if we beat them by one, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be worried that Jesus Christ, we only beat them by one. Oh my god. Yeah. You know. Now, then again, you know. Do they show up in the day? Who knows? Do they have any injuries? I don't think they actually do have any injuries, uh, Scotland, do they? Do you know? I haven't a clue. I actually couldn't have less of a clue. Yeah, I don't think they do. I can't believe we don't have any injuries, Touchwood, so far. I can't even believe that. That's unbelievable. Except is it she injured? Do we not have any injuries, no? Uh, No, who am I thinking of again? There's one guy that's a bit. Yeah, he's he could play for a half a half a game, and he's kind of coming back. Oh, it's not Sheen, is it? Oh, anyway, brain fart. But yeah, but that's still not much. Like, I mean, he could probably play for the whole game, but to just be safe, they they would put him on for forty minutes. Uh, he was on the, he was on the, the bench for the box game, so oh god. Anyway, I forgot his name. Sorry. Finley Bealham. Who? Finley Bealham. No, I don't think so. No. I... Oh, anyway. Anyway, but we're looking good, anyway, uh, injury wise, for now. And I don't think Scotland is the most physical side, anyway. So I'd say, you know, yeah, of course, you never know. I'd say it. Oh, fuck, yeah. This is where I shut up because yeah, I'm 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 a cheerleader at best here with rugby. So hmm. <laughs> I'd
1: be the same there, Peter. To be honest, I just I just have me pint and I hope we win. That's all. Hope
0: we have more points than the other team. hundred percent. So. Oh, and I just remember there one thing as well. If there's any dudes out there, if you go on a third date, uh, I really would say this to you: don't whip out a dildo in a bar to a girl.
1: Alright. Seems like you know what you're talking about. Have you speaking from
0: experience or no. <laughs> no, this is a this is a girl she emailed me uh was it last week? So she went on she met a guy on a date. They went on and just bear with me now. I'm just trying to remember the, the details. So sorry, yeah they went on the first date, great. Then they went on so they bit of time afterwards they went on three dates all together and the guy confessed to the girl that he hasn't had sex for quite a while and like it's I think you know as far as I remember it was going back before coronavirus this long so the guy's getting a bit desperate I suppose so on the date he gives her a present as a dildo now not out of the box in the box wrapped and he, she was saying, all right, that there was, there was a little bit of sexy talk between them. Nothing huge, nothing major, nothing as in like whip out a fucking dildo here, buddy. But it was, but he kind of just put two and two, sorry, two and 4,000 together to get four. And he went, all right, well, this is it. Perfect. And he was thinking that everything was all like green light. Let's, let's get this on. And she just went, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I gotta admit, there, there's a part of me that actually kind of thinks this guy's ballsy and I admire him in a way. Like, to actually bring a dildo on a third fucking date, that's some serious, you need some serious balls to do that, man. Like, what are the odds against you? What are the odds that that's going to go bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's
1: a bit ballsy and it's also just a bit fucking mad. Like, you know, how how could you think it would work? But I
0: you have to admire his. Is effortly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, nuts but ballsy. You you don't you don't know which way on the side of the fence to go with this fella, like. I mean, Jesus Christ. But lads, I wouldn't be whipping out a dildo unless she literally physically says bring a dildo with you. Well, then maybe all right, go go get him, Tiger. But I get down to the fucking dildo store at nine a.m. tomorrow morning. Perfect. Off you go. But holy shit, man, whipping out a dildo. Can you imagine going into a bar and actually you're a girl and your man whips out a present? And you open the present, and it's a dildo. I, I, yeah,
1: fuck me. Can't can't imagine many women to be over the moon with it now. But obviously, I'm not a woman, so I don't, I don't know. I don't, if we only find out if we actually bought someone a dildo, so I'll have to try it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, I, I tell you, the, some of the dating stories the last fucking month, man, have been unbelievable oh yeah and uh, I want to say another thing uh, lads women talk when we've got bad breath they talk there's this girl I went on a date and she she really liked him there was great banter on the whatsapp beforehand so excited super excited to meet the guy and he looked really good very good looking guy charismatic charming the whole lot and he horrendous breath. And it wasn't smoke breath. It was just, well, I don't know. But she said it wasn't smoke breath anyway. And it was actually turning her off. And she even went home. And she said it was so bad that it was actually turning her off. And I said to her, I said, well, why don't you just fucking tell him? Just tell him straight out. What, what's the problem? Quick fix. He gets chewing gum for the second date. And job done. Problem solved. You know? Or maybe tell him to brush his fucking teeth maybe a bit more. Maybe. But... You know these these are simple little things. Now maybe there's more of a a deeper issue. And okay, he goes to a dentist. But at least if it's a deeper issue, well, just get some chewing gum, man.
1: Yeah, actually, on that, I, that's only after reminding me of something. This morning when I got up, I um, what was I doing? I don't know. And anyway, I I wouldn't usually do this, but anyway, I went to the playing play. With lab, the, playing whatever, with a dildo. Play, yeah, play with a dildo. <laughs> yeah, because I do that every morning. <laughs> but um i what was it yeah i I was just at the sink then washing my hands and i just spat into the sink whatever maybe i thought something about but uh i don't think it was blood came out but it wasn't fucking spit like i don't know was it it's something i don't know something anyway so i'd be a bit worried i I just remember that seeing them sensodyne ads where like if you spat out blood could be gum problems which could lead to bad breath so i'd be be getting that's why it just reminded me there I must. I did. I forgot to look it up. Why? Because I thought it. I maybe it wasn't blood, but it was. It was looking like that color. So I don't know. It's a bit worrying, now to be honest. No, I do. brush, brush my teeth twice a day. So, but I do see my my fucking gums were bleeding once or twice before. So
0: that could be well, conjunctivitis, maybe a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I must look it up now. Yeah, because it's a bit worrying. Now you don't want to be splitting fucking blood into the sink. Um,
0: well, yeah, I mean, gums can bleed if you do get a bit of gum disease. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Now, it could have actually been my tooth because I think there was a tooth loose that actually fell out after. So maybe that was the thing as well. But I think my gum, yeah, I'll have to check that out actually. Because um, there's no reason why they shouldn't be healthy. Like, it's not as if I. But well, maybe, obviously, yeah, I'll check it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just when you said the thing about the bad breath, it just reminded me of it. Well, well... So hopefully, I don't have fucking same problem.
0: Well, I'm sure your girlfriend would tell you anyway, man, at this stage, you know, you're probably very comfortable. She'd, she'd tell you straight up the bat. But you know what's very good? Yeah. Those um those wire brush things. Do you know what they are? You get them in the chemist. They come in like a pack of, um I don't know, six, seven, eight, just blue little tiny little things, like half a finger size length, maybe even, a little bit more. Uh, they're just wire brushes and there's different sizes and you just pop them between your teeth, man. And they just, they whip out all the stuff, you know? And um use use those before you brush your teeth in at at nighttime. That's what I do it. And they work like a charm. Work like a charm, like you would be amazed to see what the kinda of gunk comes out of your teeth, man. It's unbelievable like, isn't it? Sometimes Yeah. Yeah, I must get I must get a pack of that actually. Yeah. That's just in the pharmacy, is it? In the pharmacy, yeah. Um Yeah. Let's go down to the dental section and you'll see them like they're in a oh <laughs> here we go. Perfect. If anybody's watching on YouTube, there you go. These are the ones. What's that called? X I'll just, hang uh, on your screen. I'll, I'll just try and put this up to the camera closer. Oh, X for all right. And I can't believe I have these here. Fucking hell. So like, I'll take them out there. Look. So they're tiny little brushes. Uh, where are we? There we go. So tiny little brushes like that. So like. Ah, right. Yeah. So you can see like even my finger. They're tiny, right? And just between the teeth, man. Job done. And um, there, there's different sizes. I don't know what color you'd call that. Was what, that kind of blue? Blue, yeah, light blue. Sky blue. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. T-P. T-E-P-E. There we go. T-E-P-E, anybody, if you're wondering. Our boots, I'll just show you again if you're watching on YouTube. These things are really fucking good. Recommended by a dentist, so...
1: Yeah, T-P. That's for you are good.
0: Well... Or are they a bit of a scam, dentists? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I suppose. I suppose we'll never know.
0: Like, do you do any, do you do much, um, any, like, do you have any ideas for, because you've got a girlfriend? Because there's, there's people asking me now every week, any, does anybody have any suggestions for dating ideas? Or, you know, you're dating somebody, but no, you've got a girlfriend, but like, do you guys do anything? That's a that's a really good activity at the weekends, hiking or anything like that. Uh,
1: no, I don't do hiking. But I was meaning, I was meaning to start hiking. Now and I will, in, you know, before it hits November, I will definitely have gone on a hike because I was talking about it for too long. It is hard to think. I only kind of noticed that when you start kind of seeing someone. It is hard to because I never like before this. Like I never had any because when I was talking to you about dating, like I was. That's why I got you on because I literally didn't have a fucking breeze. Like I didn't understand it at all. I, like i'd be on tinder right but i never you know went out with someone like i didn't have any experience when i came to it. so it's tough to think of dating ideas sometimes but then, but then the likes of fucking going to the cinema or um fucking even going to the likes if you're your going to the likes of fucking arcade like anything like you know it's main thing is like i think i think if you get along with someone enough you could watch paint dry with them that's kind of what i think sometimes like you know you, obviously that's not what you're gonna do but like um you know, it's nice. The date idea sh- doesn't have to be per. Like, if the date idea has to be perfect for you to enjoy the date, then it's probably not going that well. Like, if you couldn't just sit beside each other in a car and eat McDonald's and talk shit and enjoy it, then maybe it's not meant to be. That's just my opinion. I don't know.
0: No, dude, that that's that's cool, man. That's the simple stuff. You should copyright that saying. What What did you say about uh? If you can't,
1: oh bollocks! If you can't. If you can't sit if you can't sit in your car with them and eat
0: McDonald's No, the the other one again, and, yeah, and talk shite or something or you said something like... Oh fuck. Oh for God's sake, it? Like, it, it was really good too. I was like, fuck, that was good. What what
1: was it about? What was it about? I think and then
0: your girlfriend said if you can't talk if you can't sit there and talk shite, well what the hell or something.
1: Then what's then um are you meant to be or something?
0: Oh Jesus Christ, we're useless on this podcast. Was it not the thing about McDonald's, though? No? <laughs> no, it was before the McDonald's one. It's oh, really, I said it's something else. It was really good. Fuck it anyway. anyway. We'll, get, we'll get it after. <sighs> yeah, we'll get it afterwards. Um <laughs> well that's fair enough. Like, yeah. Uh the hiking is a good one, I think, really, for a lot of people these days. Quite a lot of people are meeting mm-hmm. meeting uh you know what? Forget about relationships and dating actually. Even if you just want to meet 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 new people like friends. A lot of people are meeting on hiking tours, man. A lot of people. All ages. Your age, my age, younger, older. It's it's a great activity to get out and about and just fucking get to know people hiking up a, a mountain, you know? It's really good.
1: Tis, yeah. Yeah, it actually is. I no, I must um there's a whole you know, there's a whole fucking side different fucking group of people who do that as well. Like there's so many people like they're and they're really different as well. Like they're always trying new things like that, and they'd be a bit more kind of open minded, like probably the kind of same lads who like their solo traveling and a bit more adventurous. Like so, you'll um you'll always add a bit more to yourself. And i havebecause because I've talked to one or two people like that, but I would yeah. I I'm, I don't know. Is there clubs you can join? Now
0: it's always the same fucking thing. Like have you time to do it on the weekends? I hope. People, and I would recommend dance class for actually people. I know, fair enough. If there's people single your age, dance class probably sounds a bit, eh, whatever. But I I wouldn't rule it out, anybody. I tell you now, with your girl or guy, I wouldn't rule out going to dance like Argentine tango, ballroom classes. Now, I know ballroom sounds very, oh my God, are you kidding me, man? I understand, but I tell you, man, a lot of girls love this stuff. A lot of girls love it.
1: Like, I don't think many people are like, desperately trying to find someone or like i don't think they are but maybe maybe internally they feel like oh jesus i'm a bit fucking lonely because everyone gets that like and and like whether you have a girlfriend or not or a boyfriend or not like everyone gets fucking lonely like this idea that like oh because you're going out with someone you're just your life is complete like if that's the only thing if the only thing i do in the week is meet up with my girlfriend i kind of feel a bit like i don't i don't really feel it doesn't feel as enjoyable i don't think um now Cause, 'Cause you feel like if you didn't have that going on, what else would you be doing? Like, um so that crossed my mind a lot. Like if you take the best thing out of someone's life, what do they have left? That's oh, it's a nice way to think about it sometimes. Um now that doesn't mean you can't fucking spend time with your girlfriend. That doesn't mean you have to be you have to be all angry at yourself because that's what you put your time into, but um it's a it's a way to think about it because a lot of the time lads can have their friend groups. I know I can only speak for lads. Lads can have all their whatever, their friend group but then suddenly they kind of start going out with their girlfriend and rather than putting a lot of effort into trying to try and get lads to go out on a Saturday night for a few pints or go out and fucking play a game of football or something. They kind of like, ah, fuck it. The girlfriend's handier. Cause you know, she's around or, you know, these are more likely to say yes to each other. And then all of a sudden,
0: then you have no friend group. So. Yeah. It's, it's not healthy, man. It's not good. I, I, I never understood that. I, I was, I never fell into that trap ever. Thank God with any of my exes where, I just disappeared off the face of the earth. Of course, I'd go out with the lads or, you know, spend more time with my girlfriend at the weekends, obviously, but I'd still find time for the boys because I wanted to. I didn't like, you know what I mean? And it's fucking important, man. You know your boys way before your ex or your girlfriend, you know, and same for her. She knows her girls way before you. Since coronavirus, I think still people are still struggling. They're suffering still. They don't know how to get out of their rut. They're just stuck in that rut. Like I was talking to this girl there a few weeks ago. Real social butterfly girl. I know this. I mean, this girl loves her, her drink at the weekend. Single girl loves going out with the girls, having the laugh. Like fucking, she's great fun. And she, in coronavirus, she was working on her own at home. And I said, how did you find car- remote working? Oh, I loved it, Peter. I went, are you serious? And she looked at me as I'm like, "Why? Well, what's up? I went, well, no, but, you know, you're very sociable. Like, you, you love going out and, you know, spending time with people. And and she goes, oh, all right, Jay, I know what you mean. But she goes, no, like, even just for just the work. I saw the girls every now and then. Yeah, it was cool. But I was just very relaxed. And I loved it. But then the very first day she came back to the office, she went, whoa, what the fuck am I doing? And she realized, holy shit, I'm not remote working again. She said it was like a lightning bolt hitter. Like when she walked in the door, she went, Jesus Christ, I don't want to be back home. I want to be here. So it was weird. I think we're, we're not happy at home like her. She just got used to it and accepted it and sort of built around that way, if you know what I mean.